We have a fun one for you today, bitches. That's right. We are talking about all things road trip, honey. Meatball went to San Francisco. I went down to San Diego. And I went to the beach each. But you didn't get to cruise. And that's the saddest part of all of it. Yeah, but you're the new San Francisco hero. Move over, Rice-A-Roni. The bitch is back. And I'll kill someone. <laughs> what for? Well, because well, the people at the Marriott were not kind to me. Oh. You should have called your friend, your old man friend, who hosted you before. All right, never mind. Let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show. Goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with us Happy seconds Oh, Diva Our number is 213-536-911 mm. mm. 8-0 <coughs> I know it's Happy Seconds part of you and I come now on with the show you slap you stupid little fuck you not slap fuck you darn little fuck you stupid little fuck welcome to slap you second big room go on me ball and that's big dipper gmail.com come can I hit you with a grotesque sex story right off the jump yeah San Diego (laughs) no bitch I got sidetracked on my way down there I'm like packing up my bags I'm ready to go to San Diego and let me tell you, I don't consider this grotesque, but the, based on the feedback we get, I wanted to say grotesque. What happened? To me, it was hot. Oh, no, poop. No. <laughs> we should just what always, happened? We should just always have Nicki Minaj shitted on him. Shitted ready. on him. <laughs> no, so get, Did I you see that she's my... in the call? She's a Call of Duty skin, and she's like, we got the ops. Homie. Like her her character, she's got one-liners that are hilarious. Now I'm curious about your impression of Nicki Minaj. I don't know that I've ever heard her say the word homie. She says, I think she says she says it in the thing. That was like one of the options. I don't know what that means, Call of Duty skin. Well, so in the game of Call of Duty, I think it's Call of Duty. It might be a completely different game. It might be like Rocket League. I don't know the game. It's not but, like we're in front of computers. Yeah, I could look it up. But anyway... <laughs> There's too much stuff on my desktop. I couldn't dare try to find anything. I couldn't find a document. I couldn't save a mix. I couldn't. I could barely turn on my computer. I could barely my do it. Full. So this is a no edit episode. So she, <laughs> I guess, licensed her likeness to be in this game and her voice, and she like recorded a bunch of lines. And it's just so funny that like you can just play as Nicki Minaj now. I love that. Would you have that done? I think so. I think it would be fun. I think it would be a good time. Bless you. Ooh. Oh, my God. You know, the hay hay is being, the the horses are kicking up the hay. It's hay for season. Coming right over here. Now, what what is your disgusting sex story? (laughs) Uh, It's actually very hot. It's not disgusting. Uh, As I was leaving, because the whole point of San Diego is that it is. San Diego. (laughs) It is technically. A chill and easy drive. But due to the hellscape that is our world, it can be a horrendous and awful parking lot of a drive. So I said, you know what, bitch? You're going to leave early in the morning. 
You're going to leave before the traffic hits. I packed my bags the night before. I got up at 7 in the morning. I was like, Uh you know what? I even have a little time to do some work before I leave because I don't really need to hit the road. Uh I got sidetracked. Then as I'm leaving, and I'm like, I'm cutting it close, but it's not even 9 o'clock yet. I'll be fine. Oh, you should have left way before 9. Come on, Dip. The man in Long Beach texts me, balls are full. And I was like, well, Long Beach is kind of on the way to San Diego. It's not. It's not, but it's, it is it is closer. Long Beach is closer to San Diego than at Los Angeles is. Yeah, but it also will add like an extra two hours to your trip. So I drove down there and You're I sucked this mess. man's dick. You're a literal mess. And he came four times in a row without getting soft in between. You understand That's that? The dick well, just stayed. Was it worth it? He was like, there's more, there's more in there. Keep going. You got to get it out. And when he came the fourth time, his body was done doing the hitches, the hitches, the hitches. You know, he was done doing all of those full body convulses. And so I thought he was done. So I like leaned back. You know, he was sitting on the couch. I sort of leaned back to admire my work. And he looked at me like I had like missed the spot. And then he just reached one hand up because he was sort of like a pile at that point. Like he was Uh like, and he reached one hand up and he just pointed his finger and he just like made a little nudge looking down in his eyes. And he said, my nut, because (laughs) he was just like oozing all this come out at the very end. Anyways, it was uh, all before, you know, all before 11 in the morning. That's insane. I wouldn't have done it. And so then, of course, when I got on the road, it took four hours to drive to San Diego. Yep. And I got to the beach at two. I was supposed to be at the beach to meet my friends at noon. So they were already tired. They were already down there. They had been down there for like two and a half hours. So they were like ready to go. Or they were at lunchtime, which is perfect for you. Lovely gal, 45 minutes. Yeah. And they were probably mad because they had to wait that long for you to get there. No, I mean, they were. I was meeting, you know me, I was meeting strangers, people I'd never met before. Oh. <laughs> Drove all the way down there just to high five some people and for stand on the minutes. beach. And then, <laughs> and then the, the annoying thing that the thing that I that's really on the agenda today. I'm worried about you. Is that the um, the fucking rangers were out at the beach. And we watched them drive their pickup truck down the beach, Black's Beach, and oh. say, pour out your alcohol. And Wait, people had to pour out their like alcohol. A, was it? Is it like a, a holiday weekend or something? No, the like, beach is always busy all summer there? long. That's wild. And then there was they a know guy. People drink. That's like part of half of going to the beach is to drink. Yeah. Um, get a Bud Light. Clink. Drink, drink. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, homies. Drink, drink, homies. I'm getting some drinks, drinks with my homies. Um, and <laughs> but they made this guy. This guy had his little dog with him. They were like, "Get out of here." And they, no okay, you're like, they made him empty his dog. <laughs> <laughs> Unzip that dog, empty it out. Um, they sent him home, and then they went and parked by the cruising area. If you've been to the beach each down at Black's Beach, you know that at the very north end, there's like that upper area that's a cruising area. It's like a known whatever. And they went up there, and they basically rustled the bushes, and everybody came out. 
like a dozen guys came out from the bushes and then they stayed parked there and they stopped anyone from going up there. And no what one was getting, going on. No one was getting ticketed. No one was yeah. getting like arrested, but they were just like people Ruining literally go down day. there to like get naked, that, day drink, smoke a little weed and like go get their dick sucked in the bush. I feel like there's specific places where police and like park rangers and everyone knows that that happens and they just let it happen. Leave it's not, it alone. No one's harming anyone. I, the dick doc in P-Town, except apparently they've gone down there and rustled people away a few times over the past couple of years. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What would you do if it was like an undercover cop and he was like, get down and suck it. And then he pulled it out, but instead of his dick, it, or his dick had like a little badge on it. <laughs> like instead of a piercing. It was like big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and he came out holding a gun and he said, stick him up. I mean, you want some real talk? That I is- would like some real talk. <laughs> While you swig on 84 ounces of green juice. <laughs> That's that my is... breakfast and lunch. <laughs> my blunch. Uh, me, I don't know the word for brunch, so I call it blunch. Uh, it, that is the, the nerve-wracking thing about hooking up in public. Like, they do that over in... I heard about some guy who went to an adult movie theater where they show pornos... And you're supposed to just sit there and not pull your dick out and jerk off. Everybody's jerking off. Everyone's sort of hooking up. The guy pulled his dick out and got arrested. That's fucked up. Here in Los Angeles. Yeah, baby. Sting operation. Yeah, they're clamping down on sex. Well, speaking of driving long distances, I drove all the way to San Francisco and back. But did you? Mm, yeah, for or the most Or did your car way. help you? My car did have a lovely... I didn't figure it out until three hours into the drive up there, but it can drive itself. And I didn't know to what capacity it could until I was... I had to pee really, really, really bad, and I had one of these lovely empty juice bottles, and I was like, oh, I don't want to stop. Like, I could just pee in this bottle. And so I, like, tried testing it out, and mama, it drove itself. It, like, literally was, it could change lanes on its own. I was sitting there peeing. I was texting. At one point, I turned around and started digging around through my backpack in the back seat, all while going 85 miles an hour. I guess I'm less nervous at the car driving than you driving while watching Grey's Anatomy. While watching stuff, yeah. (laughs) It was wonderful. It was a great time. Yeah, I will say, um, electric cars, electric cars, no, don't, not great for long distance. I had to stop on the way up there. I did stop four times because I was terrified that the battery is going to die like a psychopath because I, you know, I'd only had it for a day. On the way back, I only stopped twice. And, like, the longest I stopped was 30 minutes. Because so it, it like, is six-hour drive? It's a six-hour drive. Yeah, twice sounds reasonable. Yeah. But, like, the first one was 15 minutes and one was 30 minutes. And I was like, great. And then, But I, like, done a bunch of research. And there's people that buy electric cars and then just drive across the country. And I'm like, that's the weirdest thing because they're not meant to go far. They're meant to just right. for city driving. My dad has a, an electric car, an Ionic. I but and I call it an Ionic. Ionic. That's what I call mine too. Oh, uh, and he uses it just to boop around town. The, yeah, I, they're not you, for going long distance. The back seat of that car spacious. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. 
It was oh, also my first yeah. time. I have an SUV, so I don't feel so fucking fat getting out of it. You know? What oh I'm yeah, where the about? whole car rocks. When like you get yeah, and you have to like pull yourself up onto the curb. But I was there for Fat Slut San Francisco, which we'll we will talk about. Talk about. This break. That's right. You faggots. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back! That Can really woke the people up that were asleep. <laughs> Good morning! If they're driving to San Francisco. Asleep. <laughs> I never slept. But I'll you know, I will say tell. I never I never realized the most annoying part of driving those long distances isn't the actual driving. It's the like having to speed up and slow down based on how dumb everyone else around you is driving. 100%. And so 100%. you become so focused on that. But the car is aware of all that, so it speeds up and slows down for you. So I literally normally when I would be speeding to get around everyone like a psychopath to get up to the front. I was just caught, like just so relaxed, being like, Ugh, we're gonna get there when we get there. It can get it'll do it. Fat Slut San Francisco was a hit. We sold out. And then uh, there was more people that came in later, like at the door, you know, one in, one out situation. We had to start the show literally an hour late because they were the line was wrapped around the block again. So when I was outside, at the very beginning of the party, I was like, oh, someone needs to cut the bottom of this dress to make it look all torn up. I opened the door and there was just people who were waiting to get into the show were just standing there. All the way around the other side. All the side. way around the other side of the bar. And I was like, oh, hi. And we were like slicing up my dress. And I was like, I hope you enjoy the show tonight. But one very dumb thing that I did was I forgot all my wigs. Yeah, I, I saw you post that. Now, what happened Because there? I left at 6 o'clock in the morning. Like, I was up at 5.30, packed my car, and then when I closed the door, I looked inside and I counted the boxes, because that's how, what I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm bringing five boxes. 
all five are in the car. Did you count I them wasn't like, like Lou Bega? One, two, three, four, five. Every, all the boxes in my car are gonna get up and drive. <laughs> now I, I just no, but I left. I had the wigs in little bags, and I left the bags. So when I got there, luckily, wigs by tips. She came through last minute. And busted me out two beautiful wigs in one day. And then, of course, I picked up a couple of shags. Because I know y'all been saying Mama needs new wigs for the podcast. Let me so you tell will be you, getting banged fantasies. I saw you in that, uh, I don't want to say flat, because I think it's quite. It's probably quite voluminous. But you usually wear big, I wear big, big. Hair. But she said, wear this. She gave me that one for free. Because she like, knew I was going to wear the Barbie It's like outfit. a rooted, hard front. It looked. I was like, I know. That? I put that on, and I was like, wait a minute. Everyone in the in the dressing room was like, wait, you can wear flat wigs. Like we were all just <laughs> it's kind like of a like center it's a perfect part. center is it part. Platinum. It's like rooted, and it is like a platinum blonde. I think you. But ate. she when once she put it on me in her house. But also, you know, laundry time. She's a saleswoman and a witch, <laughs> and I think she used a little power on me because she pulled down this other wig. And she goes, I did make this for someone else, but I know how you like it. And she she was like, why don't you just try it on. And I put it on, and she goes, "Yeah, so you're gonna buy that one too." And I went, "I am gonna buy this one." Like, so I you broke even. What you're saying is you broke even. <laughs> I broke even. I got a lot of wigs. I bought a lot of wigs. But I was also like, "Oh well, I have the car. Like, it's easier to transport <laughs> them than if I was trying All to carry part of luggage." Our plan. So we had an incredible time. Um, you know, Cheetah Biscotti, who I have mentioned millions of times on this podcast at this point, won the Cheetah sexy Biscotti. foodie. Cheetah Biscotti. It's a cookie that you get in the Delta Lounge. <laughs> now, she won the sexy food eating competition. Absolute icon. We're going to bring them down for Fat Slut hopefully soon in L.A. so everyone can enjoy them. Um, now, there were some critiques. There were people saying that Chucha Marquez should have won the sexy food eating competition. Unfortunately, that wasn't up to me. It was up to Peaches Christ. Now, hold on a second. When you do the sexy food eating here in L.A., you never learn anybody's names. Why would you say that out loud? You're always like, contestant one, contestant two, I'll call skirt. (laughs) Contestant three. Sunglasses at night, get up here. (laughs) Well, I think it was a little bit different because here in L.A., it's not like people that are kind of ingrained in the community that compete in it. Strange. these were... Yeah, it's like mostly just strangers or maybe sometimes people who have stumbled in. But this was like a bunch of people that everyone like knows that were drag performers or just in the scene. They came for the party. They came for the party. And bitch, we turned it up. It was Peaches Christ even gave me a little compliment, which I went straight to my head. Well, she, afterwards, you share it? she was like, this really does remind me of like the old school drag parties, like the vibe, the energy here. There's something very special about it. And I was like, <gasps> Thank you. Because, like, in my mind, it is, like, one of those old school. It is, like, T-Shack. It's just, like, there's, I want the most insanity to happen. Yeah. And people turned it out. I mean, I opened the show with Beefcakes shaving their body and trimming their beard hair off and, like, throwing it into the audience. Blech. It was so good. It was gross. It got in some people's drinks. It got in some people's drinks. And that's the risk you run. <laughs> when you come front, front and center. That's right. Uh, no, I just don't, there's something crazy about San Francisco. Like, everybody you was at 10 there. the whole time. Yeah, I really like San Francisco. It's fun. Can I play you, we got a couple of voicemails about Fat Slut San Francisco. Oh, yeah! Because I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to hear more. I have some specific questions. Okay. Hello! Oh my goodness, people! I just, I'm on my way home from 
San Francisco fast lot. It was so much fun. It was the best time. It's the best show that Oasis has ever, has ever seen. I'm not going to say what my name is so nobody comes for me. But it was a great show. And I know you had a great time because I can see it on your face and just the way that you interacted with the audience. Everybody loves you here in San Francisco. Fat uh, Francisco, more like. Um, <laughs> hear that? That crinkling is two shirts that I bought. $50 in your pocket, bitch. All right. Uh, just please bring that slot back to San Francisco. Goodbye. Um, also, that food eating contest was fucking wild. Oh, yeah. It was one of the craziest ones. What? Um... What foods did they eat? I made a... Well, I wanted to start with some things that are San Francisco related. So I did do... rice uh, rice in a jello mold with you hot did. dogs. <laughs> and then it came with the dessert. The bottom layers was peas and carrots. Um, <laughs> and so it was that one was a three-layered one, which I was very <gasps> proud of. And then the other one was because they like um, clam chowder and bread bowls is what I heard from my boyfriend, Michael. But then I was like, I don't know if that is a San Francisco treat. I got a bunch of clams and put that in the top layer so that they were like floating. And then I made I made a clam chowder jello, which was the middle part. And then the bottom part was um, cherry pie filling. in a jello. So it was like dessert. Three course, and then someone had a lot of uh, restrictions, dietary restrictions. So they just got thirty-two bananas piled into a tower. That was chucha, um, and they brought their own mayonnaise, which they decided to squirt in their mouth, which almost made me vomit because I don't know how long it had been in their pocket. And then also, well, you don't have to refrigerate mayonnaise; they sell it on. The, but the idea, the counter, I know, but the, or on the, the shelf, the concept of mayonnaise to me is to it should be cold on the sandwich, not warm ever. But how about how about when they squirt it in their mouth and then immediately spit it out onto the top and it was liquid? Yes. And then they also brought um, hot sauce that they were like shooting out all over. And we were like, what did you think you were going to get? And they uh, when we were like, "Okay, it's time for the next contestant. Please make your way off the stage. They took the mayonnaise and squirted it all over the floor. So it would be harder for the next person to sabotage. Sabotua. And then a uh, cherry pie eating contest at the end, which got wild. Someone ate someone else's ass. You booked cherry pie? Cherry pie. I see would. What, see what Just I did kidding. there. Just see what she's up to. Do you remember, not, I feel like I'm always uh, referencing the uh, very successful famous sitcom Friends based on the previously successful sitcom Living Single. Yes. But do you remember the episode of Friends where... Rachel, the character played by Jennifer Aniston. I don't Where know if Phoebe you're said that she was making fat-free cheesecakes, but it was actually just full of sugar. I don't remember that episode. Maybe that was a different show. I, <laughs> and it probably isn't. It's probably the same show. They have a many, many seasons of that show. The the episode I'm referring to is when Rachel is like contributing to Thanksgiving dinner, and she made a British like a British dessert, a layered trifle, but the, the pages, pages were stuck together, together, so it was half trifle, half shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. So she was like, uh, lady fingers, whipped cream, strawberries, beef sautéed with peas and carrots, another layer of whipped cream, strawberries. <laughs> I'm like, you should recreate that. Oh, yes. You can I do should, a friend's theme. I've been thinking theme. about doing, well, not friend's theme, because I don't want a bunch of white people being stupid, but I do think I should do, I was just sitcom? talking to Tito about it, but like sitcom night, where everyone's number has to be 
something from a TV show or something inspired Seventh by, Heaven. Because people love Seventh Heaven. Get da, 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 Jessica You know Beale. about the dad, right? Touching kids. Problematic. What did he do? Touch kids? Mm-hmm. Ah! Uh, so we also had Dulce de Leche, Mud, oh the Two Spirit she? performed, Pinche performed, Bitch performed, Helixer Snacks Vander, Nikki Landon, Saida. Dulce you turned doing the party. Rose's turn. Yeah, I, I was like an incredible lineup. Like during, I didn't even realize it until I was driving. Well, it, I was being driven home that <laughs> it like dawned on me that I was like that lineup. Like the sh- watching that show happen was like insane. Yeah, I think it's it's been recorded. There is like a video of it. You should do a um. Well, maybe you can't. Where? Maybe you're too freaky deaky. I was gonna say you could do maybe for like the two year anniversary, you could film it like a live stream so people could watch everywhere. Well, see, bitch used to do that. Bitch got precinct set up to live stream stuff. Yeah, like, and I think no, what I just mean for whatever the platform was, is. Yeah, they Twitch might ban you. kept on banning her. Well, no, we remember how we did it for Drag Is Good. We used like a moment, or there's a moment there's House, a company yeah. called Veeps now that does really good streaming stuff. That would be fun. You could do that and just make it 18 plus to watch. Oh, yeah, for sure. But sometimes dick falls out. Sometimes. Nikki Nikki Jizz (laughs) said to me at the end of the show, she goes, but you didn't fall. So it wasn't a good one. You didn't fall. And I was like, Nikki, I can't fall anymore. You're like, my body is in shambolistas. I'm like falling apart as a human. And she she grabbed my wrist. (gasps) Not like horribly, but she was like, but you have to fall. And I was like, no, like it was crazy. You're like, that was and a at moment the end of in the show, time. Yeah. At the end of the show, I was saying, I was saying thank yous. And like, of course, I couldn't have everyone come back up on stage because it was covered in food. Like that stage is huge. And she comes back up on stage and she's standing next to me. And I was like, I feel like she's about to fucking push she's me. She's going to push you. She's going like, to push you face first into the food. Me and down. Get your new flat wig all dirty in the, <laughs> in the food. I love that hair. I don't know what I'm, when I'm going to wear it again. Wear it at the comedy night on Wednesday. Oh, yes. This is coming out Tuesday. T- you know, tomorrow I'm doing Woman Crush Wins- Women Crush Wednesday at, at the, the Ford. Ford Theater, which is a huge theater. It's like an outdoor amphitheater. I believe, based on what I was reading, you can bring your own uh, picnic blankets and food and stuff. Yeah, in the theater, though, it is, like, seats like a theater. Oh. But I think you can bring your, like, a blanket, like, if it gets cold. And there's air, there's picnic tables earlier because it's kind of a trek to get there. What I, I'm, I'm, huh. this is such a dumb, stupid thing to be excited about. But, like, I know, like, where to park and then how to take the shuttle bus. And it just feels like you're, like, participating in, like, cultural society. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Do you so, know what yes. I mean? <laughs> yes, and I was going to say a minute ago, you should have just taken the train to San Diego. I know. It's so much faster and I easier. I had like six things to do while I was down there, so I was like... You got to have the car, yeah. Yeah, I was about to, I was going to fly to San Francisco to save myself all that time and not stopping at all the charging stations, but I realized, I was like, I'm not going to make these jellos there. Like, I'm going to make them and drive them up. Think about and how many I'm, boxes you had. One, one two, two, three, three four, four, five... <laughs> Three bags of wigs didn't come on that drive. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so she's a lyricist. I don't know what's going on. So Maybe I'll be. So I'm. My brain is working. So you're coming I'm, on Wednesday. I'm coming on Wednesday. Slay. Um, 
And I don't know what shoes to wear. Today the lineup's going to be amazing. No, you shouldn't wear that hair. You should wear big hair because it's a huge amphitheater. Oh, I got that new wig. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, and we're, I mean, this, this will have already come out, but we're going to see Jinx's show tomorrow. Yes, we are. Everything at stake, honey. Burn the witch. Now, what is Jinx's show? I think it's like monologues, jokes, and music. Like, I think it's literally like she stands center stage and just like is an or- and a red or- dress tour or tour and a red dress and a silver wig. Wait. But do you remember when she tweeted that what thing like, say? "My pussy knows the future" or something like that? And it didn't really sound like it was kind of like cuntier than Jinx normally is. No, when did she tweet that? It was a while. It was like some photo of her. Like she looked beautiful and it was like, my pussy is in charge of the future or something like that. And I immediately commented, girl, now who wrote this tweet? Like, uh, you know, because I know some of the people on her team, like because of the podcast. And I, and she, she, then the Twitter response, whether it was her or not, said, you would get the reference if you say my show. Oh. I was like, I was thinking like, you know, some 22-year-old intern was like trying to be cunty for her, but it's probably a reference to like How often do you, how often, okay, so how many drag queens do you think have someone like running their socials like that? Um, I know. I would say like uh, probably half of the the famous ones have a person, but I would also say a hundred, maybe maybe ninety five percent of them also have access to it, so it's a it's a combined effort, and you can sort of see when they're posting and when they're not posting. Like you can tell when the person tells Katya either to copy and paste the promo. I love uh, that. I or, love when they leave and remember to say in it or like it like <laughs> the instructions. Yes. I've done that so many times because I just don't read it. I'm like, right, great. Um, and then you know when it's like a video of her as a baby, like a baby filter. Oh, like, the baby filter. She's got her own phone Ooh, today. Oh, mama. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it's like, because there's a need for it. Yeah, I. to be honest, I probably need someone to post for me because I never post anything. You barely promote your show, and it is so well attended and so good. I know. It's like if you know, you know. I yeah. like to keep it a little secret. But that, because if too many people find out, then we're going to get shut down. Well, speaking of, I'm going to openly promote what we've got going on here. Let's do it. Friday. On, uh, Friday, August September. 20, 22nd. Yeah. September We will 20- be at the Sultan Room doing a live podcast. I thought we were going to promote the thing that we're doing later this month. No, we'll do that at the end of the show. This time I'm talking about New York. New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Also, the audience knew all my catchphrases. I was like, am I forgetting any? And someone was like, let loose. (laughs) We like went through them together. It was so funny to hear. All I did was, ooh, and then they all did the ah for me. Slay. It was wonderful. You're well September 22nd in New York City at the Sultan Room in Brooklyn City. We'll be performing a live... We'll be right there in Brooklyn we'll be, City. Brooklyn City. We'll be doing a live podcast at the Sultan Room. So get your tickets, bitches. Yeah, you can get your tickets at thesultanroom.com. They are on sale now. I know a good chunk of them sold out immediately because... 
those mom plus gold people got access to them early and they scooped Ooh. them up, Diva. That's well, maybe we the, could do a late show. That's one of the we perks. sell out. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we've got plenty of time uh, to let you know who the special guest is. Dun, dun, Ooh, dun, but y'all dun. are going to love her. Yeah, but Boomer's in uh, Folsom. She was trying to drag us. She was trying to say, ooh. She said, I'll be on the comp list. I said, bitch, you won't be in town. You hear that, Boom Boom? I knew you're, your schedule. Yeah, you're going to get your you're gonna get your ass cheeks spread in the bathroom at Folsom. <laughs> Wait, does this mean I'm missing Folsom? Yeah, we'll both be in New York. New York! Um, what play are we going to see? We, we'll, we'll oh, I want to see Titanic, but have well, you? Are, you're already seeing that with someone else, right? No, I have no plans to. We we'll, we'll only like have time Titanic based on our one. overlapping. I think we'll only have time for one. And I might also extend my stay. I just don't want to be gone that long, really. I know I'm going to be gone for it now because I just booked something else. I'm going to be gone for eight weeks. Can Wait. I drop my plants off at your home to water? I just yeah, have th- sure. I just have three. Yeah. I mean, ours are definitely thriving. You have like a hundred in that room. I know. Look, they're thriving. I you see. You're in the plant room. The room. I only have three, but they'll need some attention. I can't believe you're going to be gone for eight weeks. What am I going to do? We're going to have to backlog so many episodes. No, it's all going to be taken care of. We planned it. And Marcella will step in if you need. <laughs> She's ready to. She's ready I know. To <laughs> when she left, that episode was so much fun. I was kind of on my toes the whole time. I was terrified of her. Didn't know how it was going until I watched it back. And then I was like, oh, no, this is actually like we're vibing. There's but no, it, But there were a few moments where she would say something and we would just like look at each <laughs> other. And I'm like, I, can't, I don't know how to respond. And I don't know what to say because I scared. Yeah. I'm like, is it reading or is it playful? Banter. <laughs> it was be the same. So get your tickets to the Sultan Room in New York City. That's right. We'll be right back. Black. And we're back. Hit the sleigh button, faggot. Um, would you like to hear some more voicemails. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I didn't play you the second voicemail. Oh, play the other one. People need to know. Hey, Meatball and Dipper. I'm calling the morning after Fatfoot, San Francisco, and I just want to say a huge congratulations to Meatball on an amazing fucking event. It was so fun, and I just want to say thank you for bringing the party to SF, girl. I've been wanting to go so long, couldn't make it to L.A. You brought amazing cast of people, and it was so fun. You make drag look so easy. And thank you, Badge. That is so nice. I make drag look so easy. You guys. That's nice. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for those calls. It was truly like. You better gas I, my bitch up. Yeah, you bitches. When I was driving home, I was literally like, wow, I did that. Like, it took me until like it's the next day yeah. to be like, wow. And it, like, it went off without a hitch. The club was like, that was the smoothest running show that we've had in a very long time. Like, it just, everything was like perfect. Did you I have didn't a scream uh, at anybody? You didn't. No, and I had. But you did. You know, Oasis has this, and maybe Precinct does, and I don't know. But they have mocktails, like they have fake tequila and stuff. So I was able to like drink drinks that kind of tasted like cocktails the whole night, which I think also leveled me out a little bit. Oh, because you were like, I'm in my element. I can like hold. A drink I can like hold that. a drink and like talk, and I feel like I'm with the audience on that. Because honestly, we were drunk, drunk. 
people were drunk out there. And you were fake drunk. Yeah, but there, there gets to a certain point in the show where I'm like Lady Gaga in that interview. Remember there was that round table of women talking about acting and she was like, yeah, but sometimes when you're drinking the fake alcohol, don't you feel kind of drunk? And I feel like Salma Hayek or someone looked at her and went, no. 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 And they all kind of like laughed and were like, no, Gaga, no. Like, She's method. Down. She's such theater kid energy. Down. Okay, next call. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I've secured my Beyonce tickets. But you're going on the 4th, her birthday. I'm going on her birthday. Here's, can I tell you something? Yeah. I like the tickets that I have, but now I kind of want to sell them and get better ones. What is your scenario? I was going to show you right now. Show me where you are. Yeah, show me where you are. View from seat. You know that one? I've seen that. Yeah, I know that. So but these are I'm, these are our tickets. Yeah, that's a great that's great. So they're not on the floor. I'm on they, the floor. They're first balcony level, and I'll be able to see like the whole stage. But like I don't know, there might be some like huge tower in front of us. I don't know. Yeah, they do build crazy towers, and there's gonna where's the um platforms. So I'm if you well, look. Well, this where isn't that, the Beyonce set. This is another concert. That's oh yeah, because I was like the is. runway and the circle is missing. Right, but. Where I am is like but. on the left side, uh-huh. um, kind of in like section t- area 10. So okay. it's, I'm like right behind where the circle is uh-huh. on the floor. And I kind of want to be up. Yeah, because I've heard that the people just kind of steal your seats and like rush around. and I've also heard, though, like when you're too close to those platforms, like unless they're right in front of you. It's screens only. Like, you kind of have to just watch the screen because you can't see, like, over your platform to the other side. Or, like, you know what I mean? So, it's yeah. like when she gets on that platform in front of you at that place, you have an amazing time where you're like, yeah. bitch, I'm see, 20 feet be from Beyonce yeah. again. Well, I was closer to her last time. I she touched be, you. She touched me. I want to be ba- back. Like, I want to be kind of far enough back where I can watch everything. But, like, I think you can if you're on the floor, like, in the back yeah, row. I agree. But I'd like to be up. Or on one of those. Platforms. People are playing fast and loose. People are selling and bopping and twisting. And uh, on the day of, taking the train out there and, like, just refreshing their app, trying to get tickets. But I've also seen people fail at that. I've seen a lot of people scam. You know what's sad is that because um, Bitch Pudding came and did Fat Slut San Francisco, she had to sell her Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, and now she's and now she has to sell her Beyonce ticket because she's got to go do something else. Isn't that sad? She's missing two of the biggest concerts. Isn't that sad? Can I read you a text I just received from former podcast guest Ryan Walker Page? Love him. Yes. Do you know where drag queens buy their acrylic nails? Like, <laughs> I don't think kind? he understands. Does he want, like a full, like, does he want like a custom set or? And also, like, acrylic nails means they're applied. They're acrylic and they're applied to you, and yeah. they're perm, permanent. They're perm, babe. <laughs> Babes, they're perm. Yeah, no, he means like false or stick-on yeah. nails. Which you can literally get anywhere, including Amazon. Yeah. I'll just say, like, the internet. The internet or CVS for, like, a kiss nail if he wants a nice active link. Or you can go to a Sally Beauty Supply. 
tune in here for drag tips or a hair a hair store. I don't know if in Santiali if they have like a store of like pre made ones. The store where I buy used to buy my pantyhose and bras had a huge electrical fire in the back, so it stinks <gasps> like fire. And uh, everything's they on can sale. only take cash, and everything's on sale. And you better believe I got three or four smoky bras. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You said call that get the E six thousand. I'm about to rhinestone these motherfuckers. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Oh, this is crazy. Are you ready for this one? I don't even know about this one. Oh. In New York, concrete jungle where <laughs> dreams are made up. <laughs> Hello, fucks. Um, I'm calling because I want to know if you have heard of this Russian or Kazakh um, bodybuilder. His name is Yuri Tolochko. T-O-L-O-C-H-K-O. Um. I can't decide whether he's frightening or if he's camp because he is a famous bodybuilder. I don't know if I already said that, whatever, um, who married a sex doll. And the legend has it that the sex doll had broken around Christmas time. And while the sex doll was being fixed, he cheated on his sex doll wife because he married the sex doll. He cheated on his sex doll wife with a raw chicken, and he fucked the chicken and posted it to his Instagram page, like the main one, the nice, big, regular main one. Um, this chicken fucker um, was so inspired by this um, experimental sexual play he was doing that he decided to marry another sex doll. And this time, um, it has the head of a gorgeous woman um, with the body of a chicken. Um, it's got chicken wings. It's got chicken legs. And it has a little orifice at the bottom that he puts little quail eggs in. And he pinches out these little quail eggs and eats them. Um, and the orifice, when he's done pinching out those cute little quail eggs, he um, he stuffs it with a rhinestone butt plug. Um, so I don't know if this man is frightening or if he's camp, but I'm willing to bet there is an archaeological dig waiting to happen in his basement from all of the men he's killed. Um, anyway, I just wanted to know if you knew about this man and if he should just live his life or if we should know more. Um, thank you. Ooh, uh, Oh, I'm seeing the chicken lady. Oh my god! So this is a person that I pitched you to be on the podcast a few years ago. Um, Well, I'm glad I had. We waited until now because the chicken. Let's get him on because the chicken. So this is his wife. With this man before, we'll have to look. I'll have to look in the DMs. Uh, We'll have to look. This is his wife. Yes. Okay, that's his wife. Okay. And it seems like, I mean, these posts are like, there are so many posts. And I do. Oh, there he is, dressed up like a little, dressed up as his wife. 
I do see what our caller is saying of like, is this camp? Because it is clearly like, it's not just like photos from my life. Like this is a devoted Instagram account that is full of content. Yeah. I mean, there is there's him tons working out. going on. Here's the him thing, he working is out. very attractive. Yeah. He's crazy good looking. And this is him stretching with his sex doll wife. Ugh. This is him eating. eating pizza off of her rubber body. Well, I'm glad that he was able to find love. It takes a lot of people a lot of... Well, see, now he looks like he used to dress up like a in female presenting a lot more back in the day, and now he doesn't do it as much. He used there to wear he a wig. Again. All right. But go, so there's, scroll, if you there's, scroll up, you can see the chicken lady in the background of some of the pictures. Right. It's, so there's him it's marrying... It's not the normal size of a chicken. Marrying the wife. Well, the chicken body... It's more of a turkey. Oh, my God. It's like a large turkey. <laughs> you know what it makes me think of? The SNL sketch with Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wood. Chicken Man. Chicken Man. By Chicken Man. So, this like. Is... <laughs> Hold on. Um, This is him and his chicken, chicken wife. wife. She does. Then the chicken breast. I've never. that Are those. Uh. GMO or organic because I haven't seen a titty like that in a while. <gasps> oh, it, her little chicken wings. Yeah, the, the arms are chicken wings. It it looks like a big turkey. And it's then, a giant turkey, and he like and stuck a hat on the top of it. Inflatable, yeah. Um, so he didn't commit fully to a full latex chicken, but he does face masks with her. This is camp. Yeah, I feel this like camp. It, I think it's... he's very aware of like what he's doing, because he also has an adjust for fans, and he does press. Yeah, this is a fascinating journey. He um, gives me I've... like Trisha Paytas vibes, where he's like, anything ridiculous, I'll do for attention. Chicken man. <laughs> The chicken man, he fucks his chicken lady. Um, but there is the photo. Okay, so his wife is back from her procedure. Now, what do you think that procedure is? They just kind of pop her head on a different body? Well, he said that she went for plastic surgery. So I think she was getting some upgrades. And now I think they're a whole family. Our life... Uh, yeah. Someone left... A During the pandemic, our lives changed. Someone left us for heaven. Someone got sick. World. Oh, so he swapped out a few people. Yeah, there's a lot happening on this page. It's you know what? For him, I'd let him keep the doll in the room. <laughs> Would you do stuff to the doll? No, I wouldn't touch the doll. It, seems it gives like me dead body a, vibes. But it seems like they're a they're package like, deal. They're kind of cold. Exactly, so she can watch. She can watch me in the chicken man. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like they're on TV. Oh my God, he's on like, what is this? Slovakia's Got Talent. What's She's driving. She's driving. <laughs> now that's what I need. I need to get one of her to sit in my driver's seat. Oh, he's truly on Slovakia's Got Talent and he's giving his sex style wife a lap dance. The judges don't know if it's camp or if it's dangerous either. And that's Caller. Kylie Minogue. That was Kylie Minogue was one of the judges. Badam, badam. <laughs> badam, badam. Um, I will say, here it is. 
there is the rhinestone plug. Oh, you see it? He's saying that he has a three-inch dick. Yeah, that goes in the rhinestone where the plug is. I see the plug. I, wa- I thought uh, he was going to put it in there. Oh. <laughs> you really can get away with a lot on Instagram, huh? He just fucked that doll. All right. Well, we did it, Joe. Thank you. Followed by Mr. Teddy Bear. Followed by... Was that the whole episode? <laughs> no, I just mean, like, let's stop looking oh, let's at stop that. Doing, yeah, because we were so quiet for so long. Next call, next call, next call. <laughs> Again, this is not a visual medium, and this is a no-edits episode. But we encourage people to check out what we're talking about. His uh, Instagram name is Yuri, Y-U-R-I-I underscore Tolochko, T-O-L-O-C-H-K-O. Go see him and his wives and do their his, thing on ch- That is the chicken man. <laughs> My chicken man. Hey, all. Uh, I'm just listening to uh, this recent past episode, um, Abreast to Anything I'm Involved. I guess. What is it with everybody talking about how, like, you know... Do you hate the titles I give these episodes? No, I like that one. Because <laughs> you you were quick with that response. What? Because that was oh, a, I stay that's abreast? a you quote. I stay yeah. abreast of anything I'm involved in. Well, because I need to let the people know. I don't sit back silent. Well, I, I, w- I won't let the slander continue. Okay, here we go. Oh, and, and this is also for the caller for, for earlier. Don't be ashamed if you cannot take big dicks because coming from a bottom, I'm going to say it like this. Some of these tops don't know how to treat a hole. Like, y'all just can't be ramming dicks in there. It's a fucking hole. And to each his own, some people probably like to get rammed in this and that, blah, blah. But me, like, I'm like that. Like, you know, I can take a big dick, but yet, like, you're not about to ram it in me and expect it. Like, I can take it. Loosen it at first. Eat me out. Finger me. Play with it. Stretch me out. Then you can put it in, and then after that, you can go to fucking town and pound my shit. But yet, just don't expect that, like, like y'all just really just be expecting that, like, oh, I'm going to just pull up on somebody, ram my dick in them, and then just call it a day. No. Bottoms already have to do too fucking much to fucking get a possibility of 25 minutes of the dick, and y'all complaining about, like, oh, like, oh, they have to know how to take it. They have to take it. Well, are you treating the entryway right first, sir? Like, come on. Like, we really not about to do this. I'm really tired of hearing about all these big dick people talking about people can't take big dick. Do you know how to treat an ass first? Do you know how to treat the entryway to get in? Uh, anyways, that's just it. Um, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Uh, I just had to let everybody know that, like, don't be ashamed of somebody telling you that you can't take dick because obviously they just don't know how to treat your hole. Straight like that. Don't be out here trying to, like, wreck your whole open to try to practice and shit just because somebody said that, like, oh, 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 I don't have entry-level dick. Like, and I don't have entry-level hole. You have to, like, you know, like, rub, rub the wine or whatever to get in this bitch. Anyways, yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of agree. You can't just j- – sometimes people really did – I remember a long time ago – some guy just tried to dry finger me on the dance floor. Mm-mm. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, what? I can't stick it. And I was like, well, you need to spit on it or do something. But you can't just shove a finger in there. So I think that there's a lack of understanding of how a butthole works. But we've talked to a doctor before who was like, yeah, it loosens up slowly. Yeah, of course. You know, I. You got to play with it. You got to finger diddle it. Fingered the what? Finger diddle it. 
finger diddle diddle it. it. You gotta diddle it with your you, digits. You gotta finger diddle it. Stick a thumb in there like you're gonna go bowling. You know, it's interesting it's that it is interesting. I the I fucked someone recently. Mm-hmm. Well, like last week. But and I had watched them get fucked by three other people before it was my turn to fuck them. Okay. And when it was my turn... How kind of you to wait. <laughs> I assumed that that hole was going to be wet and, like, kind of loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't put... You know, I didn't grab any lube. I was like, you just got fucked by three people in a row. Like so You assaulted this person. No. And so, like, I, you know stepped up to the plate and he backed up on me and I was like great and then I'm fucking him and I'm going like there should be some lube in here like this isn't this isn't an easy gliding situation and like I pulled out and he was like don't stop and I was just like okay so so you got dry rubbed no I mean everything everything was fine I but I think to the callers I think the callers right I love the term of this isn't you know entry level hole but I think it's the other way around. This isn't sort of like, um, this isn't, you can't always guarantee there's going to be pre-lubed and pre-opened hole. You yeah, have to but approach I think a lot of people hole. expect that. They yes. think that they just are ready to go. So you can't do that. But then secondly, it's like, you never know. Some people, I know some people are like, I hate lube, just a little spit and that's all I need. Some people like the friction. Other people are like, you can never have enough lube. It should be a slip and slide. Yeah. So, Talk to your sesua partners. And then, don't listen. Do whatever you want. Next call. Uh, No, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to do the last couple. Okay. Goodbye. I feel weird about this next call, but I am going to play it. Uh oh. Hey, Big Deeper Meatball. So, I uh, last night sucked a 18 year old's dick, and then Whoa. this evening, 10 minutes ago, I sucked a 19 year old's dick. And I found that over the I don't know, maybe five, six times I've hooked up with someone this young. Uh, they're really rough. Like, they are the type to, like, it's like shit you see in porno where, like, they, like, grab your head and just, like, shove it down on their cock and just, like, you know, fuck the shit out of your throat. And it doesn't really happen with anybody else. And so I'm just wondering is if y'all's experience is also the roughest people with y'all are like really young or is it just my experience? Do other listeners have this type of stuff happen? Cause I've sucked in many a dick and most guys will just like lay down or sit in my back seat and just fucking take it and let me do my work. But it seems like, 19 year old or like young people just want to like 
do some like rough porno shit that they see on Twitter or something. So I don't know. Is that gay? You tell me. All right. I love you all very much. Goodbye. Why do I feel weird about 18 and 19 year olds? Because it's legal. Well, we don't, also don't know how old that person is. It's like less weird if they're like 25. Yeah, that's true. Than if they're, but also it's like love knows no bounds. No, no, no don't do that. Who cares? Um, yeah, maybe they act me. like that because that's like maybe their only experiences with sex at that point are just seeing it and that's what they see or they're into. Also, it's not just, I've had old people do that to me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And like really pound it in and you have to say no or just, you know, deal with it until they're done. But I feel yeah, like I people should specify. Like, I think you, you could stop and be like, that's too rough for me. Sorry. Into, and then you don't have to finish. Into jackhammer thrusting. Yeah, or like, just put rough, deep, hard. Gag on it. Yeah, like to hear you gag and Want to make you vomit. Or, or specify, like, what type of blowjob you enjoy giving. Like, I prefer you sitting back and relaxing and letting me do all the work. Right. I don't know. I, I like. What does your ad say? I think my scruff. Just a hole, sir. Just a hole, sir. Just a throat. I, th- I think my scruff profile says it best. Should I read it? Yeah. Will people know it's you? Yeah, it's my f- face. Oh. It says, what I'm looking for, men who know who they are and what they want and how to use their bodies. <laughs> oh, you made the drag queen face. And men I like who know who they are and what know they want. what they want. And how to use their body. I like to use. I like to use my body. Um, then the next sentence is, and I like sucking dick, so put me on my knees so I can get to work. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And then the last sentence is, not looking to complete anyone's checklist, and I don't need you to be anything that you're not. Ooh, I don't like that. That's a little too heartfelt. But you've seen these... to be anything that you're not. Well, you've seen these, these, um lists on their uh, on these apps where they're like um they're like have a job know what you're doing in your life make sure that you work out four to five times a day need to have a job you don't gotta care about that's what i don't care about you're not on these apps people who are on the apps know what we're talking about there are these huge checklists that's crazy I'm no, I'm not going to give you a ride. Okay, I, no, I'm glad I'm, I'm off gonna... all those because it used to be that you would just put your picture up and then be like, we fucking or not. Like, I remember when Grinder first came out, I was living in New York where we'll be on September 22nd at the Sultan right. and get your tickets. Um, and it was literally like, it was just for fucking. There was nothing else to do. It wasn't to meet anybody or make new friends. And then when all the people started being like, oh, I'm here for friends, that's when you moved on to the next app. 
I always had to stay abreast to what was cool. Next call. All right, last one. In New York. Concrete jungle. Hi. So on this Tuesday's episode, you guys were talking about the Drain Your Not party. And I was just, and you guys were saying that people didn't really do drugs there, that you're not allowed to do drugs. And I was just wondering, like, I thought most people would use drugs at a party like that. So I'm just kind of surprised that you know, people going sober. And I just say that as someone who uses substances, I would want to fuck a lot of people if I'm fucked up. So I'm just surprised people do that sober. I'm sorry if that's insensitive. All right. Bye. Wait, how is that insensitive? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, so, I'm sorry if that's insensitive. Yeah, I guess people just don't need drugs to fuck. Well... My point of view, sorry, go ahead. Or maybe they were just doing them and it wasn't like, they weren't using the drug as like, um, I don't know how to say this, like it, they, they weren't like displaying it as part of the party. It was like, oh, this is what I need to get me going, so I'm going to do it in the bathroom and come out. Yeah, I mean, we aim for it to be a drug-free environment. That's the goal, but I can't oh, obviously never mind. St- stop anyone from like snorting ketamine in their car and then walking inside. Like you just There's a lot can't. of sober people that are horny. Yes, but my my takeaway from this voicemail was if you need the alcohol or need the drugs in order to do the behavior, then that's something I think to think about versus, oh. He said, that's something to think about, caller. He said, (laughs) think about your life, caller. Versus oh, I would go, but I would definitely be more outgoing if I was tipsy. Like, like, I'll go there no matter what, but I might have more fun, be horny, or be more outgoing if I was tipsy or on something. That's different than I would never even consider going there unless I'm fucked up. Then it's like, well, then you shouldn't be coming there because I don't think you it's actually want to do that behavior. And that, oh, you know, that goes across the board. You know, a board. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. Like, you're if un- you're like, you're oh, I'm, I'm a little funnier on stage if I have a shot. Great, but that doesn't mean you'd never get up on stage unless you're wasted. Yeah, no, I had to learn how to not do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. And I think there are a lot, a lot of horny fucking people who are who don't do drugs. Sober. Yeah. I think a lot more people don't, yeah. There's people that don't do drugs that aren't nerds, you know what I mean? They just don't do drugs. Do you think Lots. I'm a nerd? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> nice car. You think I'm a nerd? But I don't do any nerdy things. You run a company, nerd. I know, but like I don't play video games or like like board games or do Dungeons and Dragons. You think I'm lame. You don't think I'm a nerd. Oh, is there a difference? Yeah, I think nerds do nerdy things. Like nerds have taken back the term. They're like nerds like comic books, nerds like video games, nerds like Dungeons and Dragons. None of those things am I into. But lame I, you is just, too harsh. You're just saying, I'm not cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. All right. So, in just a couple weeks, on August 26th, baby. Oh, baby. We're going to be in Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. Uh, we are the going desert. down there. 
for the Western Exposure Foam Party, baby. So come check us out. We're going to be at CCBC. We have a live podcast happening at 8 o'clock is the start time. time. The start time is 8 o'clock. Poolside, August 26th at CCBC. Get ready for a, a gay old sloppy old time. Yeah, I'm we're dicks gonna, in my mouth. So and so am I. And we're gonna be dancing. You're gonna do a number by the pool in the heat. Maybe we'll have to. Can see. we? Where now? Now that I have the SUV, maybe I will just bring a giant trash can and we can fill it with ice. And I will be. I will dunk myself in an ice bucket. You gotta get something you can sit in. You know what? You know what you should get. What? Have you seen? Have you seen one of those? Um, there, it's sort of like a pad for dogs. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Call me it's a like, bitch. It's not like a pool. It's like a pad, but you hook the hose up to it, so it it um, is like a constant spray of water. So if the dog were to like lay in it, there's like it's like almost like a sprinkler, like a cooling system for the. Oh sprinkler. my god! Okay, I should just dress up as Ariel. Be a mermaid. Be a mermaid. Just be in the pool. No, because I want the pictures. Oh, yeah. So anyway, we're going to be there. We're going to have a wonderful time. And we also, for that, have a very special guest that a lot of you are going to be very excited to see back in the back. Poolside Pleasures, baby. Yeah. Bring your Uh, cocks. So go to Western Exposure, which is spelled with an X, not an E-X. Uh-huh. WesternExposure.net slash foam party. And get your foam today. No, ticket for today. I Sorry, I have a headache now. Give us the phone number in the outro, uh, Goodbye. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmo.com. And thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And if you want to get those episodes early, go ahead and sign up for Mom Plus Gold. Where you can That's get right. that and added bonus content. And once a month or something like that, you get free merch. <laughs> There's free quarterly merch as part of your subscription. Uh, Mom Plus Gold you folks. You send out get quarters? Quarters. That's right. Uh, Mom Plus Gold uh, subscribers get our full video episodes when they come out, which was a day early. So they actually come out on Thursdays. Can you dig it? Uh, and also, oh. we're, we're posting some BTS footage on there, and we get monthly sloppier seconds episodes as well. And they are sloppier. That's right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes, ad-free, and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.